Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, Rodeo Time, the podcast. We are in the Dale Warehouse, um, like a warehouse, but also like a house that has Dale Ware in it. Dale Warehouse, play on words. It's a ware home. Catch up. <laughs> Catch up. Dale Ware home. It used to be. That's where I started. I was in my house. You couldn't open the front door all the way because shelves started behind it. <clears throat> there was no furniture in the living room. Real talk. Did you know that? Yeah. You didn't know that. You want to talk about easy to work some long days. You don't turn off whenever that stuff is your house. (laughs) I mean, so easy. I was sad whenever we moved out of the house and moved to like an actual warehouse. When was that? Um, You didn't help us move over here? No, you guys had just moved in here when I started working. Okay, well then we had been in a small spot. Yeah six months leading up to that maybe eight months so we had been out of the house for eight months when you got here was garrett still here when you guys moved into that little i don't remember who helped us moved into that maybe yeah it would have had to have been yeah so garrett was dean the first intern we were definitely in the house then because i remember feeling cowboy had orders in the garage with me and dean so yeah, the good old day. Tell me about the good old days. <laughs> uh, today we talk about um, the new intern, Cole Snyder. So you get to hear from him. We get to hear the Cole Snyder story. And um, if, if you are interested in, in becoming an intern, text the word intern to 940-353-0890. But um, right now we've got nine of them. We're going to hear about... Um, Cole's story. We're going to hear about Mr. Carson Sanders and oh, how. That's the wrong button. <laughs> we're going to hear about Mr. Carson Sanders. <laughs> that's what Willie would play. <laughs> and um, him and Willie and Kevin, they all live together, ride bulls together, get hated on together, apparently. Yeah, by each other. Behind by each, each other's other? backs. I was talking about your, 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 y'all secret admirer. Whatever. That oh was yeah, last hating night. on y'all. Yeah, getting attacked in the DMs. Yeah, yeah. It's tough I'm being famous, tough huh? Big time YouTube star. Now. Big timer now. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, anyways, thanks for listening. Big shout out to our sponsors: American Hats, Rock and Roll Denim, Can Am Side by Sides, and Total Feeds. So uh, they keep they keep us uh, going here at Radiator Ranch. So check out dalebrisby.com and this podcast, Pow Pow. We've got Cole. Cole's the new intern. Cole what? Snyder. Nice. And, uh... Tell us the Cole Snyder story, as you would like it to be said and heard by the citizens of Winnebago. Well, I mean, well, if I guess if it's a chance to talk about the less what are you working on, Donnie? version. Donnie's working on the oh on the stuff. Well, uh, I guess the short story is, yeah, I grew up um, grew up in Washington and everything. My dad rode Bronx, and and my my older brother. Uh, he rode Bronx too, and we were always kind of a kind of a four H horsey family, you know. Uh, those times, my aunt trained horses, my grand sort of my grandpa, and yeah, I just grew up. My dad never really believed in cable, so we just had a bunch of old VHSs, and 
couple of those VHSs were the Roy Rogers show. I had like four episodes total, and I, and I watched those front to back. I don't know how many times. I mean, just over and over again. And uh, I always grew up thinking, that, yeah, I wanted to be Roy Rogers. I thought that was a job till I was about thirteen, and yeah, then um, you know I junior rodeoed some, and I was I was horrible at it. Uh, wanted to be a bull rider, just didn't want to ride bulls, you know, for for a long time, and doing that then i got to high school and wasn't really a lot of cowboys around so i i pretty much quit junior rodeo and i started wrestling and i was pretty pretty all in on that um i yeah enumclaw high school we won state a couple times did pretty good there and then high school gets over i get elected the state president of the washington ffa so had to travel all around doing that um you know preaching preaching vocational egg did y'all uh how many schools a day Usually just one a day or one or one or two. And we did that. I don't know. I think there was 180 or something. Yeah. Um, there were, there was dang sure a lot in, in Washington. So went to doing chapter visits and everything. And then I went to a place in Lake Chelan run by this guy, Rod cool. And Rod cool had a pretty awesome program. He'd have Colt start and stuff in his egg science. And he just said, like, you look like a bareback rider. And I said, really? I, I never know. I'd always made fun of the event, you know? And, um, he said, yeah, you kind of look like one. So, Lo and behold, the Lake Chelan Rodeo was coming up, and uh, he strapped me on a bareback horse, and I spurred over his neck, I think, the second jump, and was just hanging off the side, and I was I was having so much fun. I had no idea I was even in any danger. I just thought, this is the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. So started doing that, and by started, I mean I got on one more the next day, and then it was time for me to start looking at colleges in the University of Great Falls in Montana. I originally went there to go wrestle, Ended up talking to the rodeo coach, Dick Lyman, um, and he looks and acts like John Wayne. He said, well, if you want to be a bareback rider, you know, he says, I really need some, I really need one. So I started, went to school for him and um, ended up living with him for about a, for a year and a half. And he had a rodeo company, Jacob's Rodeo, put on rodeos in the summer with his family and got on, a, got tough pretty quick and learned all about that. And then I ended up transferring down to the University of Montana Western and I rode Bronx for Ole down there and um, did that for a couple of years. I, I always had hell paying for school, so I'd go to school for a semester, then I'd take a semester off to just go ranch and, and pay for pay for the next semester, and I did that for a while, and um, that ended up, I turned in, I was heavily involved in school politics, so I was the president of, president of the Mon Montana Western, then I was president of the Montana Associated Student Body, so all the Montana colleges, and I was managing apartment buildings and I just, I, I, I was terrible at it. I don't think I got anything done in my yeah. time in politics, but, um, then it, you know, it turned out, uh, I ran into a guy, I was working at a couple different ranches, you know, and I, I never had a horse. I was just throwing a saddle and dogs inside of a Kia, you know, and traveling around doing that. And then I met this guy, John Ward, and he was managing the dragon Y at the time and ended up working for him. And he, I traded him a, a pickup for my horse, blueberry jazz world famous up there. And, um, yeah, me and Blueberry, we worked at the Dragon Y and then that, that changed, uh, changed that. I mean, I, I worked, day worked at the Dragon Y for about, you know, three years. And then I ended up building fence for Dallas Osborne, Osborne fencing, and then went back to the Dragon Y for another year. And then I ended up moving to Riverbend ranches, uh, pretty, pretty awesome place. Um, awesome guys. Jason Ward runs the feedlot and Dylan there. And I worked with all them, Rhett Jacobs and all that. And, uh. Yeah, after a while of doing that, you know, I was always just kind of the funny guy, always talking. I, I never have a hard time shutting up. And they had said something about 
working for Dale Brisby. And I said, yeah, I'd, I'd sent him a video a long time ago and, uh, I turned him down and so I sent the video again and then, yeah, Willie got a hold of me and, and here I am. There's, here you are. Here I am. I forgot that I did. Did, did you talk to him? Mm -hmm. He turned you down. Yeah. I don't remember him turning us down. I just didn't. I just thought for some reason and it didn't work out. I, yeah. Cause I remember, cause I sent the video in. But I mean, yeah. if you did, you did. I, I just uh, no, remember that. I think that. I was pretty, it was, it was when I was working the Dragon Y and I sent that video in and you called, like, you responded immediately. And they were like, when can you get down here? And I was like, man, I, like, not right away. I haven't even quit this job. Like, uh, you know, it'd probably take me about a month to get down there. I had a bunch of outside horses at the time and I was thinking, all right. Like, and so I really, that was as far as it, far as it went. Uh, and, um, yeah, you guys kind of just didn't quit messaging after a while. So I was like, all right. And then, I, I, I'm not gonna lie. I regretted that one for a long time. Always thought ah, I should have at least tried it. And um, yeah, then all those guys at Riverbend, they they had just said something like, "You should go work for them," or "You should have tried that." And I was like, "Well, actually, yeah, I turned them down once." They're like, "Really?" Well, hell, I, I liked you guys. Like, I thought it was the right move. And uh, so I sent the video again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I sent the video again, and then Willie came back. Well, then the you know, I mean it. It spread everybody on the ranch. They all they all heard about it, and I was kind of, I was hemming and hawing. I was like, man, I don't know. I I don't even know what Texas is like. I don't know what the job is like. Yeah, and I, I was around some pretty pretty good cowboys, you know, doing all that. And they finally they cornered me in the tack room, all of them. So, Rhett Jacobs, the general manager, like Jason, John, uh, Ike Folsom, all these guys, like some all these guys that I just respect so much. Some of the handiest dudes around, and they cornered me in the feet in the tack room. And they were like, you need to go try it. Like, no matter what, it's like, you, you, you have to go. Um, you know, we all have regrets in life that we we never really pursued. And we always had that kind of what if. And it's like, you have a chance to at least go try it. You might as well. So, so yeah. So, yeah. So here we are. Yep. Yeah. It's, uh, it's all about timing with this internship, really. Yeah. You know, and that's what, like, really it comes down to when we, we need a new hand. Like, yeah. who are the top prospects when we need a new hand? And because... For instance, somebody might send a video today, um, but then we could lose track of it for whatever reason, or you know, if they 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 don't message back, which you know I don't blame them. But the next time we need a new intern, let's say it's June, right? You know, and then we don't necessarily have like an Excel sheet or a system of yeah. like the top prospects <laughs> where you know stuff just gets bumped up and We're it's be like, organized. oh, okay, right. well. Dylan here is our next guy, right. you know, so, um, it's really just, all right, go through the messages today in right. June. And so, um, that's essentially what happened with you. It's like, and it's, it all comes down to housing, right? You know, where can we keep the next guy? And so, um, we had a house open, we had a need we felt like, and, uh, and so it's like, all right, who are the top prospects right now? And it was, and we had forgotten all the good ones. And so we picked right. you. Ah, you know, perfect. So. Yeah. Sounds, <laughs> sounds no. story of my life. No, I'm just saying, no, the point is, it's just like, it's all about timing and, and just, so it, for those of you out there that are wanting to be an intern, um, yeah, just Gabe sent in four videos. How many did, uh, Willie send in? Two I or three. Two or I three. Yeah. How many did you send, Carson? I sent in two. Two. Yeah. And it's just all well, about timing. Three. I sent in one like two years ago. And, uh, Carson, um, yeah, that was kind of a 
That was a little back and forth on Carson. Yeah. <laughs> Carson was in the top two of it was like him and another guy. We yeah. picked we picked the other guy we over. The other <laughs> guy. I, was, I was in the top three, so they picked two guys over me. <laughs> Who was the other one? I don't. Oh yeah. Who was the other one? Uh, I don't remember you, his name. You, you he know. the one that with the girlfriend. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and the other thing. Yeah. That, and yeah. then the other stuff that yeah. started to come. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. He didn't make the cut. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the, but the other guy came out and just didn't realize he was going to miss home. Yeah. I asked him. I, I, yeah. I freaking asked him. I was like, I was like, have you ever been away from home before? No. <laughs> but it's not going to be a problem. And I was yeah. like, yeah, right. <laughs> like, you, how do you know? You've never done it before, yeah. you know? And that's part of the that's part of the reason why we go 21 and up. Yeah. Because, right. you know, like, there was another one, another guy a while back that had, he was 19, and boy, he was missing. Yeah. He had, he had a girlfriend and, and um, missing home, missing. And he said, uh, he's like, man, I got I got to go home this weekend. <laughs> and uh, I was like, it's like, I, I may have to, I got to go take care of some things. And he was like, yeah, just my little sister doesn't have insurance and all that. <laughs> and I said, your little sister didn't have insurance when you applied left, right. and left. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, but <laughs> I was like, I was like, that's all right, man, whatever you need to do. It's different now. Yeah. So anyways, um, I definitely, I don't mind those conversations. You know, right. like when somebody finds out this isn't a fit for them or they miss something, you know, it's, yeah. you know, it's just, Whatever. I mean, we had Carson here two days later. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, it's really their loss. Right. I yeah. Mean, I, I I think as much as arrogant as that sounds. Right. Well, and, you know, there's some things that come along with that. You know, If they want to do, if they really legitimately want to do what they came here to do, then I believe it's their loss. Which I, th if they come here and find out, hey, I don't really want to ranch or ride bulls or do rough stock. Like that's a whole nother thing. Right, it's like, yeah. okay, this may not be the place for you. Or, you know, in your case, like grow a brand. Yeah. Um, learn about business, learn about whatever it is. Um, then, and they want to go on to the next one, then that's all right. Yeah. For instance, Katrin. <sighs> oh, we yeah. lost a good one. Yep. <laughs> That's the wrong track. <laughs> All right, let me do that again. For instance, Caitlin. <laughs> background laughter. Yeah. So. yeah. Um, Caitlin was here for three years. Yeah. Outside of Lisa, yeah. Now, now you're as outside of Lisa, you're the the top dog. You've been here the longest. Big dog. Yeah. Not because you got promoted, but because those other people left. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. she went to go do full time training yep. on her own. Um, she was my trainer for a while, Katrin uh, Coward. So if you need a trainer, just uh, holler at her. She does uh, from a distance too. She'll send you know program. She'll do programming and all that, and she'll even do. Does she do their diet? Does she help them work? I with think so. Them? I think she's I just know. starting to get into that. Yeah. Well, it would have been hard for her to do that when she was working here because yeah. it was a full-time job, but now she's full-time that. I'm sure she'll help with that too. Um, at what point did you figure out that like you were kind of like third? And <laughs> Willie told me straight up because <laughs> I like kept trying to get back to y'all and see if I got it. Yeah. You just kept ghosting me. That was me. <laughs> yeah. The text message. And then I ended I, up. No, you were texting me. Yeah, I know. Oh, okay. 
And then I ended up DMing Willie, and I was like, hey, man, just following up again. He was like, yeah, boss man picked two other guys. You were number three. Stay in touch. Oh, he he put it on me. <laughs> yeah. yeah he's, I mean, Willie is going to throw someone under the bus. He put it on me. <laughs> yeah, it was all he, he's, I can pull up the messages. Can probably. we talk about yeah. the fact that, like, I was Team Carson? He was Team Carson. I didn't know that until right now. <laughs> and Willie was less Team Carson? Oh, yeah. That all came out on Friday. He told me that. I was less Team Carson. I know. I, sorry, dude. dude. Your video, it was just your video. Like, I like you in person. Yeah, but just me talking about myself. Your, your video just wasn't, like, as good as this other kid. This other kid, like, poured no, his heart it. out. I get it. And he was pulled v the wool. Very sincere. Yes, pulled the wool over Donnie's eyes. I was, this kid had me <laughs> convinced. When he That's, got here, we called him the people's champ. Yeah, I know Donnie's <laughs> kind of bitter. That was his name. He's nah, the dude, it's champ. like, it, I am kind of bitter about it because it's like he lied. <laughs> he was literally poured out how bad he wanted this. And it's just like. I think I think he himself didn't know. Okay, maybe not. You know what I mean? I yeah. think he was being sincere in the video. You might be right. And I think that he got here and changed his mind. Um, it's family man. Yep. Family man. You know what I mean? That's all I'm going to say. Essentially, that. that's why uh that's why uh Garrett Kelly went home. Yeah. He was here for like 6 months, but he went home earlier than he wanted to be just cuz like he's like, "Hey, Nebraska's home and yeah. I don't want to live nowhere else." You know, and he he's a family man and and now he's married and starting a family and, and in Nebraska and and uh and that was cool that I mean, it's okay. If people need to leave here, that's okay. The only thing about him was it was like he was kind of leading us to believe he wanted to be here a long time and then it wound up being 13 days and so anyways, that, that, it was just kind of but um yeah if somebody didn't want to be here that's all good worked for me it didn't end up working out yeah. sorry i just thought you were just like just just a kid like just a guy you know which i was pretty much right about yeah You're, you are just <laughs> i'm just <laughs> kind of there's <laughs> absolutely nothing special yeah. about you yeah <laughs> I'm yeah, okay so, with I'm just average. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, um, I'm pretty average myself. Dude, yeah. Team Carson. I was Team Carson. Um, no, not before that other guy, though. You weren't Carson what? over about? the other guy. What's that about? Um, with the girlfriend. Let's, let's call, uh, okay, we'll just call him that other guy with the girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> I saw, the reason why he was in front of Carson was like, and... <coughs> the short-term person was like, I had seen his video long before those two. Yeah. I had been a fan of that guy for like a month. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't necessarily like I liked him more than Carson. It was more like this guy's got to come here because he's, um, I go, just the timing of it. Oh. Yeah. The chronological priority. I, mean, I didn't have anything against Carson. And there were a few things in the video that some people didn't like, but I was like, I don't see it. Hey, knowing me, <coughs> I don't a, think I, I, I don't I'm, think I spearheaded that attack. <laughs> I'm not as quick. Really he told me about yeah. it. I'm not as quick to throw people under the bus. It's funny because I like, think he enjoys throwing people under the, the bus. The trait <laughs> that someone thought was a reason we shouldn't bring Carson is like the <laughs> absolute opposite of what Carson actually is. <laughs> Good Lord, I don't know guys... what we're talking about there, but we'll talk about it later, I guess. We, we can talk about it now. If let's, we'll do it. The, what, let's get I, this out on the table right know. now. Okay, all right. Somebody thought you were a little big for your britches. <laughs> that was Willie, wasn't it? <laughs> to be honest, I cannot remember. I think it was a little bit Kevin, too. 
because we were talking about. I don't it think Kevin we were... was in there. No. But was it me? Also, Kevin doesn't I don't talk remember much, saying. <laughs> so he wouldn't. Have said that. I don't remember saying that. But was it me? Uh. Uh-uh. Okay. Willie told me about it. Um. But then, I was like, I was like, well, in his defense, this is a video where you have to talk about yourself. I mean, you essentially got to, which yeah. it, which it is like, yeah. hey, why are you the man for the job? You know, and mm-hmm. that's or a woman, and uh, and so you got to send that video in. And I was like, I mean, essentially, you got to do that, and it might be difficult for people to do that. Not to mention, Willie was making it awkward because he wasn't delivering my jokes very well. No, <laughs> in the interview, he, yeah, in the interview, yeah. <laughs> you can't give him a script because he he'll butcher it. <laughs> he'll yeah, butcher it. Was, it was terrible when he called me. I, I think yeah. it's because he doesn't know how to read very well. I, I, yeah, I, I had some pretty funny jokes that just that were like, and I had written them on paper. We thought it was fun to have him interview, and yeah. it is, you know. But yeah. like, he just the delivery was a little off. But um, there was the one that you had texted me afterwards. You're like, "Hey, man, this was a joke, by the way." <laughs> <laughs> that was the one he butchered. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, but now you guys are best friends. Yep. So. And you're not full of yourself. That was what, you know, you're you're not. So we were right about that. Here's the thing. This is the thing. Hiring is guessing. Mm-hmm. Firing is knowing. But hiring is guessing. It's a guess. Like, it's just like videos that we put out. You know, you, we think that this one's going to do outstanding. And it's just like, pew. And then this other one where we don't really have an opinion goes, pew. Goes way up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So. Sometimes you kind of know, though. It's like every one of William Clark Green's. If you guys are avid podcast listeners and you heard that podcast with uh, Will Clark, even though the freaking audio cut out and we had to use the dang camera audio in it, um, he talked about like Rose Queen and um, um, all of his Ringling hits, Road. Ringling Road, yeah. like they were they were songs and albums. That they didn't they want didn't, even put Ringling Road on the. On the album. Right. band said, like, this is not going to do good. They weren't expecting those to be, like, hits, but they mm-hmm. were. So, uh, same thing. You know, like, Carson continues to surprise us. I'm a hit. That's what he's saying. <laughs> You're a deep track. <laughs> <laughs> You're a B-side deep cut, man. I like you, Carson. I'm just I'm just playing with you. Yeah, so Cole is, uh, and I didn't, he's, I wanted him, I was actually messaging you yeah. on Radio Time. Not Willie. I saw you, and um, but I didn't want you to know that. And so um, I, I I I get in there every now and then in the DMs, and then you were texting me, not Willie, but I don't. Did you know that? I didn't know. Yeah. No. Yeah, I wasn't for sure. Yeah. Um. That way. That way. In case, like, I wanted in case you know you weren't gonna make it. I didn't want <laughs> you to hate me. <laughs> <laughs> But um, I really don't. It's really most of the time it's Willie. Actually, with you, I was ghosting you because I thought I knew that you might still come. That doesn't make any sense. It was a test. I didn't want to tell you you cannot <laughs> oh, okay. be an intern. I was like, I, I wasn't gonna say like, hey, we pick somebody else over you, because like I really, I, I was trying to make it work in my mind. I didn't have a clear yes or no, so that's why I didn't give you an answer for like, what was it, a week, two weeks, two weeks? It was like two weeks. Yeah. Yeah, because he. But and then you guys called me at work, and you were like, "You want to be the next intern? When can you be here?" And I got super excited, and I was like, "Monday!" <laughs> <laughs> but it was Thursday. And I had nothing ready. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I th- I think. Uh, anyway, um, 
yeah, so Cole, I didn't, I'd, I'd met you at the high school finals when you were riding bareback courses, but I really, I knew his, Cole's brother, Lane, was like one of the OG, I guess it would be an intern, but just worked for us. Yeah. Um, man, that's been a while back. Yeah, I remember, that was a big, like, not to, you know, not to. That was 10 years ago. Yeah, easy. I remember when my brother came back because when he left and everything, and uh, man, he he just told me all stories about you and Leroy, and uh, I thought it was the coolest thing ever. I'd never seen my brother. Man, he, he looked cool. He looked he looked handy, and it kind of changed changed my outlook on a lot of things. Like I looked up to you guys not to not to be that guy, but I looked up to you guys for a long time, not even yeah. not even knowing you. Um, and then when the first the first Dale Brisby video came out, I was in college. And I remember I showed, I showed everybody like it was, it was, I made sure everybody I saw me and my roommate, Victor Glenn Phillips, Jr. The third, uh, he, he and I, yeah, that's his real name. Um, we showed everybody and I just remember the first one came out and I remember the t first t-shirt. I was like, I bought a t-shirt and a hat and I thought it was the coolest thing. And I'd never thought, I didn't know that it was going to be any bigger than that. And then I remember the first time I was at a rodeo and Monty Jensen, he was the bullfighter, somebody Somebody said something. He was out there tying neck rope. And he goes, pow, pow, old son. I just went, oh, wait a minute. What? Did you just? I was like, Dale Brisby. And he mm -hmm. goes, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Like, I, I, you know, so. Yeah. I'm not saying I helped you grow, but I think I, I shared a small part of that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That's absolutely, like, the reason for Dale's growth is people that, like, yeah. are fans and then tell other fans. Yeah. Like, sharing on Facebook helps and, like. Those collaborations help, but really it's just like something like that. Like you show this rancher who shows this dude, yeah, and who tells this bullfighter, right? And uh, but yeah, um, yeah, Lane was he spent he came twice, yeah, so he spent a lot of time with uh, my old man, right? Oh, his yeah, first trip, yep. he spent more time with him than he did me, yeah, and on that trip, and then the second trip, it was yeah, him and a kid called Pony Boy. Don't you oh. interact with Pony Boy ever now? You see him once or twice. A I, year I or saw something? last time I saw him was at a bar called the Yellow Peak, and he had a new girlfriend, and that was that was about it. Uh, I haven't seen him. I thought he was. He was a something. ladies' man. He what? I have no idea how to this yeah, day. Like, yeah, I mean, uh, he's a good-looking guy. Sure, you know, no homo, but like, <laughs> but he's super quiet. Yeah, very quiet, like Kevin. And then just all of a sudden, he'll just show up with this. Yeah, with with a bomb attractive shell. bombshell. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I, I never had that kind of confidence. Yeah, he got knocked out in the arena on this little horse uh, we called Topanga. An old Harry Voldemere that, um, man, I wish I had about half a dozen of those here. Hmm. But, uh, yeah, they put that video on Facebook. That was a long time ago. It was hilarious. I can't oh, yeah. remember what he said. He had some line in there. We just repeated it all summer, <laughs> like when he, he woke up, you know? Yeah. But, oh, he's got a saddle for sale. He texted me. Oh. I need to text him back. I can't yeah. remember what size it is. Anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Lane, that was kind of the connection there. So when I saw your video, which your video was outstanding. Oh, thanks. So you would have got in with that, with just the video, maybe. I don't know. I'm going to go with you riding your brother's coattails. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I figured, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I, I I figured that much. Yeah. Such I didn't know life. if we were gonna bring yeah. it up, but yeah. <laughs> if we're going to, thanks, yeah. Lane. It was all it was all a way. Like maybe if we get cold down here, Lane will come. You're eventually. the third person, my sister included, to tell me that that's part of the master plan. <laughs> uh, yep, yep. 
Um, no, but we've got a lot of interns now, nine of them. So I've had to get creative. We got to alternate stuff, but we do have, we have started, uh, our little, I don't know, hopefully it's a monthly thing, but a field trip deal, which we, we stole that from, uh, um, TCU ranch management. They would take their student. It's a, it's a one year program. It's a ranch management program. My old man went through it. I got some friends that went through it. And um, it's it's like taking 20-some-odd hours, 25 hours a semester or something. So, yeah. like, it's it's way more intense. You know, like a normal semester is 12 hours. Um, that's only three classes. No, it's, it's four. Like three or four. Or four. Yeah, I mean, that that's like, that's normal. I mean, really? like, I thought that's like, pretty. I mean, like, that's what I do. there's a lot of people, like, I would do 14 or 15, but, like, if you're doing 18, that's a busy some buck in a in a in a semester. 18 hours is a bunch, but 14 12 is average. If that's full time. Mm-hmm. If you do less than that, you're I think I think something yeah. like that. So anyways, um I want to say TC Ranch Management is like 26 or something. It's worth that many hours per semester is two semesters, so it's like 52 something like that. Right. Whatever the point is, yeah. <laughs> very intense. You go on like two or three field trips per semester and they're week long. You'll visit a couple of ranches a day right. on these field trips. And then they have some pretty in-depth quizzes on them when you get back, like you're tested on it. So you got to pay attention, you got to And that's essentially what we what Did you we, just cough cover up your fart? No, my chair is Oh. Guilty. <laughs> course now it's not doing it but um so we went to ra brown ranch <laughs> and man it was i think T- tcu must have gone there before because it was intense and it was something that we could have been quizzed on it reminded me a lot of a college field trip yep. yeah they were really good at it so um i hope the next one is comparable but i'm not sure that it will be it, it i've got it in mind i know where we're gonna go but anyway um yeah so nine nine interns and which we got to get you um, started on payroll this week. Or did y'all do it this last week? No, I was going to ask you. Yeah. Yeah. It was right before I left for Christmas. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so we got to get that. You're the only one not getting paid. But anyway, so uh, nine of y'all. What do you want out of this, Carson? You're going to put me on the spot like that? Yeah. Well, if I say what I want, like I did in my interview, you're going to think I'm full of myself, apparently. Gonna think Not that me. <laughs> that wasn't me. I'm a, I've already passed judgment on you. I mean, eventually I'd like to ride bulls professionally. Yeah. And then learn how to ranch. Yeah. Cool. Why would we judge you for saying that? Well, you did in the video. That's not what you said. <laughs> you said you I don't, were a professional bull rider. That's why we judged you. <laughs> I don't remember judging you personally. I don't think that was me that said what he's thinking of. It was 100% Willie because he told me about it on Friday. <laughs> yeah. He's just guessing. He, you know, Oh, no, he, I totally get it. Yeah. Yeah. We don't. Um, you look different than I thought you did. Like in the video, I don't think you looked like what you do now. You live different than what I thought you were from Oregon. I don't know. I, yeah, I just, yeah. He thought I was from somewhere else, too. He thought I was, like, the wrong kid. <laughs> so yeah. were you supposed to come here? I thought for I, We talked first, for, like, six months. I thought like, for the first couple of weeks I had told the wrong guy 
to come here. <laughs> but I, I mean, it worked out and I was like, he can stay, but this isn't the one that I thought it was. It's not the one I wanted. Well, <laughs> happy little accidents. He was, he did a video in front of like some, some, uh, it's in my bins. backyard. Oh, well, regardless, it's even more so. This, that just further proves my confusion. He's got these like grain bins behind him and he, you talked about selling seed wheat or something. I was going to college. That's what I was going to college for. Okay. Okay. I'm just telling you. Well, you're acting I like I was a liar. No, I'm not. I'm telling you why I was confused because you got down here and I was like, I was expecting a farm kid. You know, like just, that's what I thought. He was like, there's these grain bins and you were talking about selling what, seeds. and Like how, like that's what I did. And then your like, hat, your hat made you look like a farmer. I'm not going to lie. You had your, it, it mm. just, not like, I'm not saying like in a bad way. I'm just saying like it looked, it, all of it together. You could have worn that cap at a baseball field and you'd have looked like a shortstop, but you happen to have it in the grain bins and you're talking <laughs> about selling Z and all this. And I was like, I thought you were going to show up in overalls. And I couldn't really tell that you were redheaded because it was kind of dark. It was like evening. And so yeah. you got here, you're redheaded. You weren't wearing overalls. You didn't know anything about farming. Cause what I, do you mean? <laughs> I know more about farming than you do. But I went to college I don't know that, for I don't it. know that that's something I would brag about. I'm just personally. saying. Me personally, like I, I don't see that as something worth bragging about. But, but the like, point is, I, I don't understand the confusion because like what, like I, I had a college degree for it. Because I asked you when you got here about like had you done any farming. I said I worked for guys. And like, but my fa family. That didn't wasn't farm. your first answer. That was your follow-up answer. You were like, "No, not really." I was like, "What? Well, I worked <laughs> for this guy once," and I was like, "Oh," and then that was it. And we did, and then we bucked a bull or something. <laughs> no, we were in we were in Oklahoma. <clears throat> what wh wherever it was, I remember like the conversation ended. But there, there, I don't understand why you're getting like worked up. Because I just don't understand the confusion about like what what how I misled. Like, you didn't mislead. I didn't say you misled anybody. Okay. I'm just telling you. <laughs> there's a mother effing grain bins behind you. <laughs> you got a farmer there's hat. Grain bins, and then you went to school for farming, and you're wearing a farmer hat, and I thought you were a farmer. Deductive like, okay. reason. Deductive reasoning. And right, I was yeah. like, this guy's a farmer. And then you got here, and you're like, no, I'm not a farmer. And I was like, oh, I thought you were a farmer. I'm pretty sure I told a farmer to come down here. Anyways. I'd have been more disappointed in the red hair. Well, it's one thing. It's He yeah. definitely gets, that's what he gets given the most hey, the hard time about the most. <sighs> I just, I don't know anything about farming. That's the other thing, too. It's just like, if if like, maybe if you ride a tractor, you're a farmer. You know, like if you know how to drive, in my mind, maybe, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you stand next to a grain bin. Oh, I must be a farmer. Be, you know, <laughs> I, not in a bad way. Just yeah. like, just like in my head to be like, oh, he must be a farmer. He knows more about farming <laughs> than I do. You know, like, if you're standing next to a grain bin, like, and I'm sure there's farmers that'd be like, see me standing next to a horse, you know, like, oh, that's a cowboy. And then they meet me and realize I'm not, you know what I'm saying? I get you. <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, that's what I thought Donnie was a farmer. They thought you were stuck up. And we all thought Cole 
Yeah. I thought Cole was going to stay longer in three days yeah. before he took a three-week vacation. Hey, I timed it horribly. <laughs> yeah. We did. Before you actually got back from Christmas, we were all yeah. like, yep, he's not coming I back. Figured, well, I felt bad because I, I showed up. And it was the day of the, the warehouse sale. We're like I had met. I remember that morning and everything. I was up at like 5, 5.30 or whatever. Like, all right, we'll be ready to ranch and everything. And I was just waiting outside for a little while. I was like, all right, I'm going to go back inside the house. feel bad texting him already. And then he, you know, Dale texts me. He says, yeah, Joe's going to come help you feed here in a little while. So I was expecting, well, like like a Donnie-looking character in overalls and everything, some guy named Joe <laughs> to show up to feed. And, um, yeah, it was Jordan. And, yeah, so, so then we go feed and everything. And you had just got back from Vegas. And I remember you just came out and you were just, hey, man, what's up? All right. And, uh, yeah, we came down to the warehouse. And it was just like a party. So I felt like I hadn't really earned anything. I'm introducing myself to people as the new intern. Like so, what do you know around here? I'm like absolutely nothing. Like yeah, not not at all. So, yeah. Then I left a couple of days later for Christmas. So, um, keep them wanting. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, December 18th. Yeah, and they left for Christmas like 21st or something. Yeah, the second maybe. Yeah, yeah. We took some we took some bets. I knew I was coming back. Well, I saw that I I was conv- I was convinced like he may not come back, and then I. And then I um, looked in the bunkhouse and saw what you had left. I was like, oh, right. he'll probably come back. Yeah. And then you texted me, and it was like, you're like, hey, I land in two hours. I was like, <laughs> oh, oh, he is coming back. <laughs> now we need to find him a ride. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, we, I would have, yeah, I would have come back sooner. But trying to get back, I went and saw my family in Montana. Then we were, I was headed to, headed to Idaho. Went and saw my family in Washington. Then headed back to Montana, and the pass was open for like two hours. And me and the girl were like, all right, we're going to go. We're going to go. And then it, we checked it again just before we left, and it said pass is closed due to a was like a, a hazardous material situation. And apparently an SUV had crashed into a semi carrying sulfuric acid, and it was dangling over the Cleveland River. So we were like, well, like, first of all, that's awesome because it's a great story, you know, origin story for the abominable snowman. But it's like we're stuck here for at least another day. So, yeah, plans got changed. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, uh, is she coming down any? Yeah, she's going to, she, she might try next month or something. We'll play it, play it by ear. I haven't really gotten paid yet. So that kind of, you know, figures out when, when I can get a plane ticket and everything. I didn't know. I, I well, you weren't here. You've only worked like six days. That's what I mean. Yeah. I'm <laughs> early. I worked, hey, uh, it was a party. I've been on vacation yeah. for two weeks, but so, I'd like to get that check if I can. So Christmas bonuses. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, yeah. And like the first day. First day, I ended up playing guitar for a while. Then we didn't work Sunday. And yeah, I really worked for two days. And it was like, oh, all right. And people asked me, like, how was it? I'm like, I honestly have no idea. Uh, and you asked me, I felt bad. You would ask me, is it what you expected? And I, I, my honest answer was, I didn't really come down here with any expectations. Like, not, not in a condescending type of way, but just I didn't, I had no idea what to expect. I watched the videos on interns and everything, but I, I just, I just didn't know. So it was kind of, yeah yeah here we are yep here we are cole snyder everyone so the cole snyder on instagram what's different about this than what you thought it would be i thought there'd be a lot more ranching but besides that it's pretty pretty much what i expected i think yeah i didn't expect everyone to think i was stuck up (laughs) (laughs) well we didn't think it wasn't it wasn't no i didn't expect willie to think i was stuck up well, we, I don't know that he thinks that after he met you. I don't know. I'm just going to not let him 
forget it now. I think yeah. he was probably just intimidated by you. He probably wasn't expecting me to share with you that he thought that. But he threw me under the bus first. Oh, yeah. He's good at that. Yeah. He throws Donnie under the bus often. <laughs> Constantly. He's freaking really good at that. Like, if he thinks he's best. Well, actually, uh, Donnie said this. <laughs> so, uh. <laughs> what about you, farm kid? What's been different? <laughs> Dude, it's pretty much exactly what I thought it was going to be like. Yeah. It's changed a lot since when you started to now, hasn't it? Yeah. yeah. That, well, there was only two of y'all instead of nine. Right. Yeah. So, but even like full time, like people in the warehouse, like it, it wasn't just, it literally was just two of us and maybe like one or two yeah. other people. Yeah. Lisa, Caitlin, y'all two. Who else would have been here? That was it. That was it. Yeah. Now it's a bunch of people. Oh. Yeah, there's people that come in where I don't know their names. <laughs> I know. I mean, I'll learn it, but I'm yeah. just saying, like, I don't know I don't know how they got here. Like, Lisa hired them, you know. Yeah. Like, I'll introduce myself and learn their names and get to know them. But, but uh, yeah. So, anyway. Yeah, the internship is like, I mean, we definitely ranch. But also, when we ranch, it's not, you know, we don't always need... It's 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 light to moderate. Sometimes it's light to moderate. So, dude, so that's the first day I was here. So Jordan helps me. We go to feed the yearlings, and he had like and everything. And first, I was expecting you know like a tractor and everything. Being in Montana, I thought we were gonna go you know roll some hay out and we have start feeding them in the bins. And uh, I remember I looked up and she goes, "This kind of what you're used to." And she was petting one of the yearlings, and I just remember I shook my head. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Well, when you feed when you feed cows. A lot of guys don't get out of the truck. Yeah. That's what that's from. Right. Well, I just came we back. We get out from, of the truck. Yeah. And I just came back from a feedlot, and it was, you know, feeding like. Yeah, they don't get out of the truck. Uh, yeah. You don't get out of the tractor, only to open gates. And uh, I don't remember the last time I pet a cow, not like sarcastically anyways. Um, so, yeah, so that, yeah that, that was new. That was new, too. Yeah. I mean, there's, there, there's cows on ranches that are gentle. Yeah, mm -hmm. not up north, though. There's too many yeah. wolves up there. We breed them to be so. wild. Especially Angus cows. I mean, are like are they not all black or something? Oh, most I thought y'all had black cows up there. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's pretty much what we do. Quality black cows genetics. get pretty gentle. I, I was gonna say, do you think yeah. there's wilder cattle up north than there is in like the south? Like no, south I didn't know. I didn't say that. I've heard <laughs> definitely heard some stories. <laughs> <laughs> didn't say yeah, that. I didn't I don't know. I'm asking. That's I, I just like I'm, I'm I worked just, at it just depends on where you're at. I remember when I was at the Dragon Y, somebody had told me and Dragon Wives were like pretty, we were like top hands around. Like we could do a lot of stuff with just a few people. And uh, somebody said, yeah, we've always heard them cows are wild. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, just cause they run, like just makes, makes your job go faster. You know, I, it can be annoying when, when you're driving cows that are too gentle. Absolutely. Super annoying. But that's, that's like, that's just part of like Angus cows, especially like the older ones, when you really right. get to handling them right, and they, they learn the deal, you know, when they see in the pasture horseback, they'll just kind of head that way. Right. But, um, yeah, our, th those yearlings are like that just because when we feed them, I mean, we get out of the truck, right. walk around them all the time, so they just they see people yeah. foot back. It was, you know, it was eye-opening. One of the first ranches I ever, like when I worked for Dick Lyman, we were gathering bucking horses and everything, and, and he wouldn't let me ride a saddle anywhere. So I was just bareback, as much as handy as you can be bareback. But um, and then I remember when I started working this different ranch, and 
remember the first time I moved cows with them, and I was green, green as a gourd, and we were trying to get, I don't know, like three or 400 pairs into this place. And, I mean, we I remember I we were just over and under them, like just getting 300, 400, just running 12 wide, just putting the Montana mash on them. And they'd get to the get to the gate, and a few of them would trickle through, and then they'd all run back. I mean, we probably got beat 12 or 13 times. And this is just trying to move them one pasture over. And I was thinking, holy crap. Like, Yearlings? No, this is pears. Yeah. Yeah, so um, I guess they, they, were, they were heifers. But um, I thought that's how everybody did things for a long time. Like, oh, yeah, you just get them running there as fast as you can and then mash them towards the gate. And I didn't realize. I remember I finally went up north, and I worked with this guy, uh, Dave Weaver. He's part of those Californios. And he was the first guy that ever showed me how to trail cattle. Like, I'd never seen cows follow one another through something. I remember at the time, it was just mind-blowing. Like, no way. Like, this can be easy. So, yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's a, I mean, there's a couple different ways to get it done. Well, there's, know? and that's the thing. But, there's never a wrong way. Just hard and easy. Right. <clears throat> I don't know. The more, uh, there's, there's a lot of, I mean, Texas is a big state. You know, the way they, you know, gather cows, treat cows in South Texas is different than the way we do here is different yeah. than the way they do in East Texas. Right. And I mean, there's just different country requires different kind of, you know, actions. I mean, and, and that's really one of the main things like East Texas is they're smaller places with a lot more brush, you know, so people are going to be more likely to use a dog. Right. You know, out here it's bigger country with way less brush. And so they just, just use horses and yeah. not dogs very often. Right. Unless you're catching like some wild cows or something. Yeah. Not a lot of places around here use dogs. I've and noticed then, that. Yeah. And did y'all use dogs up there? Oh yeah. Everybody's got dogs. Yeah. Yeah. People will have them. I mean, like I know a few guys that live within 30 miles that have them, but just most of the time you don't, yeah. you don't use them, but you don't necessarily have to. Now, if you go towards like Weatherford where it starts getting that kind of country, they'll probably start using them more. Right. I like the dogs are different. Like the types of dogs people use. Like up there you see a lot of border collies and like shaggy. We use a lot of wolves. Shaggier looking dogs. <laughs> and down here you see a lot of like cur dogs. Yep. Stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Hang, like hang off their ears and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. They almost look like more like hog dogs down here. Like some of them do both. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard. It's you don't you don't you, you really don't like for them to do both because like the last thing you want is try to be pin a set of cows and they take off on a hog track yeah which they will do yeah you know so like it's it takes a pretty good dog to know to what do you're both. doing yeah but that's just from what little you know like i didn't spend a lot of time in east texas you know mainly just during college but uh well i mean hell i was down there for 10 years so that's a pretty good while i guess what i think so, some people call that a decade so that's what 10 I've years 10 years wow, how long it's been <laughs> but um Anyways, I've got a a, a, a cow dog. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is that catfish? Yeah. Catfish. He's a cow dog? Yeah. Oh, I did not. He loves cows. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. yeah. I, I could see that. He licks them mainly. but <laughs> No, he's a duck dog. And he doesn't really even do that very well. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I've, I've, taken, I've taken him duck, duck hunting half a dozen times. So he could be really good at it if I right. were to spend time with it, but I don't. I've so. had lots of dogs that weren't very good cow dogs. What was yeah. that story you told us the other day? Which one? You got that, that first dog you had in Montana. Pete? 
Yeah. Oh, Pete was a, I, so the same ranch that was, you know, kind of putting the Montana mash on place. And I was living, was living at this place, 700 Hall Road. And I was just, I was on the, on the porch. Like you couldn't. I was going to ask the address. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, it's, it's, sorry for people listening from Montana. They'll, they'll know what it was. If you've called rodeo in the big sky region, you know where 700 Hall Road is. So you're talking to nine different people. No, I'm talking. No, I, I'm, I'm, there's a lot more. Than that. But uh, anyway, she called rodeo in this region of Montana. You did the four schools over there. Oh yeah, if you if you went to the Dillon College Rodeo, then you know where 700 Hall Road is. That's where the safety meetings were held. That's where everybody went because I remember. Yeah, it's a longer story. We'll save that for another podcast. But anyhow, okay. Hall Road, living on the porch, and there's a stove out there, and you but you have to walk through my room basically to get into the house and uh i was living with my friend dougie hall and dougie hall blackfeet he loves making fires Drunk rider? yep really he's got his own deal mm-hmm. hey dougie um he's got his own deal now but uh he would just stoke that fire up until it was like red hot so i remember i'd just go to sleep like on top of my covers just naked just sweating <laughs> and i'd wake up two or three in the morning just Wah! and uh finally i had enough of that so i just wanted a dog and I asked the ranch manager, and he goes, I got one. What? Wait. What does any of that have to do with the dog? I just wanted something else like, kind of regulate my heat temperature. You <laughs> what? Know? Yeah, I wanted a dog. You know, just I didn't really care about having a dog ranching. I didn't know enough What does that have it. to do with the fire at night? And well, like, if it got cold, then I could just, you know, cuddle up with Pete. But you were too hot. What would the- And the, naked. When I first <laughs> yeah, that's the part I'm The dog about. would make you more hot. Y'all right? are focusing on the wrong parts of the story. Okay, when he told uh, us this the other day, he didn't say all this. All right, I wanted a dog, basically. I wanted a dog. I wanted a dog. And the ranch manager says, I got one, but he hasn't been off that chain for a while. So then I see Pete, and Pete's just kind of this wild-eyed looking half corgi, border collie, res whatever. And anyway, me and Pete became best friends. And Pete, he was... Yeah, he was a tough one. He would, he'd go with you anywhere, but I mean, his little tiny legs, he never really could keep up. And a couple times, you know, we were trotting quite a few miles and I just wouldn't know where he was. And we'd finally get stuff coming back towards the gate. And that's when Pete would show up and be like, don't worry, guys, I won't let him through here. But anyhow, um, I just thought he was lazy. And the gal I was dating at the time, Pete started like peeing blood or whatever. And I was like, ah, it's snowy out there. Like he'll, he'll sleep it off. <laughs> she took him to the vet. And I was angry because I didn't have that much money. But um, they kept him there overnight. And uh, I go go to pick him up. And it's like a $400 bill. And I was like, great. We guys happen to find out how old he is? They go, well, judging by his dental records, you know, he's he's easy, 12 or 13. I went, oh, I just thought he was lazy this whole time. (laughs) Sorry, buddy. (laughs) You go ahead and sleep. But, yeah, Pete, Pete was a good dog. Dang. Go through a lot of them. Yeah, was a good dog. You've lost. We've since lost Pete. Yep, Pete. Pete's up. Pete's gathering. He's messing stuff up in the pastures in the sky yeah, now. Messing up. Messing uh, uh, messing up gathers. He was. Yeah, he was never good for much, but he saved me a couple times. Yeah. I got some. Uh, I got some questions here. Oh. Not necessarily for you. Oh, okay. Don't get too excited. <laughs> you looked at me when you said that. No, I was looking down. Do That's, you drink alcohol? If not, why? That one could be for you. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I don't because of, I want my teeth to stay clean. I thought that was a good answer. Yeah. And I just wanted to use that picture. An ironic picture. I always thought that picture was funny, though. <laughs> yeah. I think it's <laughs> To funny. be honest. Um, is 28 too old to get started in rodeo? 
I, I said no. What do you guys think? Bends if you want to. Yeah. Age is a number if you have to ask that question. You With know. anything, you have to have realistic expectations. Yeah. It's not old enough to, it's not too old to try it. No. Right. What's your favorite uh, Bible verse? You. There's the one, something about somebody wrestling, wrestling with a with an angel or something. I can't remember which one it is. I'll just go John three sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, What's your worst injury? Uh, probably the most recent one. I broke my broke my wrist and all my metacarpals and tore a tendon off my pinky. Fourth of July. What about you, Carson? My worst injury. Yeah. I haven't really gotten hurt that bad. What about your worst injury, riding bulls? How about that hickey on um, your neck, buddy? Yeah. I got wadded up on Sunday at a practice pen. Where'd y'all go? Where was that? It was outside of Stephenville. I don't remember the town, but it was. I wanted to get on one more, and the guy was like, you done? I was like, oh, I'll get on one more. And he said, what do you want? He's like, I'll just take a jump kicker, like something easy. He's like, all right, I'll get you a jump kicker in here. And he got him in there, and he was like, this one's a jump kicker. Like He'll get out there and just find him a spot, you know, but he likes to play, so you better get up fast. And I was like, okay. So I went to get up. And, like, I fell off in front of him, so I caught his attention, and he's, like, <laughs> looking at me. And then I tried to get up on all fours, and then he uh, – Dude, tell the full story. <laughs> Y'all didn't have yeah. any bullfighters there? Yeah, so there's no bullfighters there at the time. So these two, like, high school kids who were there to ride bulls got in. Or like, they were doing a really good job trying to get them off of me, but yeah. they're not bullfighters. Yeah. And then he ended up, like, hitting me all the way across the arena and then picked me up. And uh, your first hooking, yeah. Talk. Let's talk about your ivory enema. Yeah, <laughs> you didn't. You didn't t- say how he threw you across the arena. I didn't know how to say it. <laughs> yeah, let's the, just the most a, interesting way. That's yeah. how. That's how yeah. he did he it. Yeah. The most yeah. interesting yeah. way. Oh boy, yeah, big time. It was awesome. Luckily, <laughs> he was, if he wasn't tipped, it would have been a bad deal. <laughs> I but, I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, uh, I mean, I knew you were all right. Oh yeah, and he <laughs> he kind of was playing like he wasn't like over me. Yeah, like trying to get at me but he wasn't letting me up and then as soon as i get out and i like catch my breath and everything three bullfighters walk up <laughs> they're like oh what's up guys we're here to fight some bulls yeah <laughs> thanks for nothing sick <laughs> <laughs> what's your worst injury donnie um i think i cracked a few ribs and my sternum maybe when that horse turned over on me but like no solid evidence of that yeah I never right. went to the doctor i had a. Uh, couple back surgeries but probably the more, well yeah that one was the long that took me out for two years but the collarbone one has just mm. kept coming back so just nagging just nagging who's your favorite country singer that's a boy that's we'd have to have a whole new podcast on that one no would you, yeah i'm just right now who you listen to most <laughs> who i listen to man i'd have to look at it you know what i'll just conway twitty Conway Twenty. That's There's nothing wrong with Conway. That's great, but I don't know. Yeah, some of them older songs. They were they were different times. Hello, darling. Yeah, I he's a little creepy. You. <laughs> you ever you ever listen? Been to- a long time, dude. Yeah. Just 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 <laughs> write down the lyrics to a Conway Twitty song and talk them and like just you know just just read them out loud. It's creepy as I'll get out. Yeah. Anyway. Well, uh, who's yours? Yeah. Uh, we'd have to do a whole nother podcast. Oh. For me. Oh. <laughs> well, I put up in the, uh, 
I was using videos from my phone to yeah. answer, and so I put up a video of Doug Moreland. But I don't know a lot of his originals, you know. But uh, he was doing a, a Bob Wills song at the party we were at. That was pretty. It was a pretty good cover. So anyway, my window faces the south. It's been stuck in my head ever since. Yeah. We, were at, we were at Music Fest a couple of days ago, yeah. and that's where we saw a bunch of. It's a very, I mean, I guess most all festivals are like this, but that one just there's a lot of artists in one spot. I I think I I ran into Kevin Fowler like six times, just randomly, just walked by him six times. <clears throat> I only talked to him once, but yeah, there were a bunch there. It was neat to see. It's neat to see them all interact with each other. That's what's, you know, because they don't ever get to see each other. Right. You know, like one of them might be playing Thursday and the next one Friday. And, I mean, they might all play at the same venue, but just, you know, rarely are they there at the same time just because in the venue's defense, they can't afford to have two stars at one spot. But You ever um, seen that picture, the rock and roll, like, theater with, like, all the – it's a drawing, but it's, like, all the – big name guys throughout rock and roll history like in this one theater hanging out Twitter reminded me mm-hmm. of. sounds it was, awesome it, yeah. it was yeah. it's a pretty cool picture yeah. if you haven't seen it like look it up I used to have it in my house but yeah but that's what it reminded me of just I haven't I don't think I've seen it all these guys <laughs> but um is it like the one we saw on the wall the it's other a, day? yeah it's exactly like that except it's rock guys in Vegas mm-hmm. gotcha yeah now this was yeah two Friday night, it was uh, we went to a party. It was uh, Wade Bowen, Jason Eady, um, Courtney Patton, Jamie Lynn Wilson, Stony Larue, Max Stalling, his wife Heather, Shane Smith. Um, it was terrible. Josh Serato, <laughs> Josh Serato from uh, William Clark Green Band. Um, Randy Rogers. It was a bunch of people. Yeah. It was a bunch of people. And, uh, yeah, me and Donnie and Leroy were just sitting in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's it. That's just, I mean, like, where do you go where you see all those people in one room? That was what was neat. Yeah. I had no idea what was about to happen. Django Walker, Jerry Jeff Walker's yeah, son. Yeah, Django was there. Like, we just, we showed up early. We were the only people there at one point. You know, <laughs> Caitlin Butts. Yeah, Caitlin Butts was there. And I was just like, "We're just we're wow." Just, we're, no, I wasn't like I didn't know what like what was about to happen. It was, it was seriously yeah. only four of us there, five of us there. I didn't, and all of a sudden, like little by little, they all start to trickle in. Right. And we go to we move to this like living room area, and I I just thought we were hanging out. And Courtney picks up her guitar and she starts playing. And she goes. And she just starts belting. Um, yeah. What's that name of that song she was singing? It's like Grandpa. Uh, I Tell me remember. about the good old yeah. days. Tell me about the good old. And yeah, she freaking just like yeah. lets her eat. Like, yeah. and I was like, okay, this is pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> this is pretty, it's gonna be like this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was a fun evening. So, but that was the only one. I stayed up late and. I did not the next night. Me so. <laughs> I felt bad because I was like, these people are going to think I do this, stay up this late all the time. It's a misrepresentation right. <laughs> of myself. They're going to come to expect it from me and they're not going to get it yeah. that often. <laughs> but once a year is all right, I guess. Yeah. So, and then we drove all night back and listened to, uh, not all night, all day back. We listened to Leroy and Chet 
bicker at each other for that was four all days. weekend. <laughs> that, was, that was all weekend. <laughs> they gave each other the hardest time yeah. all day, every day. Yeah, that nice. was pretty entertaining. So that was that was maybe the the more entertaining um, thing of of Music Fest was oh, watching yeah. those two interact. It was funny. <laughs> yeah. So if you've not if you've not found yourself at Music Fest yet, you should. It's four days. There's hundreds and hundreds of hours of live music. You just can't see all the shows. You just got to look at the list yeah, and pick some. Yeah. If yeah. you're going to ski too, like it's hard to catch them all. But. And the artists will play multiple shows. So the, most of the artists are there all four days. So it'll be like Shane Smith may have four shows, one a day. Some of them will do two a day, you know, and there's a big tent um, where the big, you know, like – Randy Rogers will play and William Clark Green and, and Shane will do a show. They'll, the, the big acts will do a show in the big tent. and then But there's like bars and little rooms and little acoustic shows all up the mountain. You know, you can ride the gondola up and uh, there's like an eatery with a venue at the top of the mountain where you can, they have a show there every night. That was neat. That was a neat deal. So I was kind of, was, the only reason, I wasn't frustrated, but I was like, getting worried because i didn't know i had to MC up there and i didn't know it was up there and uh it was like i had to be up there in 10 minutes and i had to take that gondola ride but uh <laughs> just yeah, watching the clock tick yeah going up that gondola like man can we speed this up at all but uh <clears throat> donnie became an expert skier coming down the mountain i saw that yeah it took me a couple days the first two days were not yeah he was shredding last day was shredding so that was fun yeah that was a lot of fun, but Tandy told me not to board. He said no snowboarding, but he didn't say anything about skis, so I skied. <laughs> way easier on you. Way easier on your collarbone. That's what he told me. He oh. said um, the most common injury in snowboarding is collarbone injuries. So coming eight weeks off the surgery, I figured, he said better not better not snowboard. So I just eased down the mountain on some skis a couple yeah. times, but nice. I turned in early each day, and then I didn't ski the last day. Anyways, waiting to get cleared. What do you want to learn while you're here? Man, a lot about editing, you know, for, for Dankshire. Um, all the stuff you guys do. Like, that that was me. Um, just watching all your videos and everything and doing a lot of ranchy, punchy stuff up north. And I was just thinking, man, there's got to be a way to, to do something, you know, something like you guys do. I just, I had no idea how you did it. I don't know how your how your shoots are, shoots are set up or, or anything, just editing, putting all stuff together. And, um, you know. <laughs> We talk. I know. Uh, we talked a lot about you know building your brand and being able to do something like that. And man, I don't know. I've I've always had a personality. Just never tried to make, never never tried to do anything with it. So yeah, yeah. I mean, the main thing is essentially trying to find a way. You have to prioritize number one. Um, you have to prioritize finding a way to bring the audience value. Like right. You have to start with that. Yeah. Period. Because the first thing we, because you got to pay bills, the first thing you tend to think of is how am I going to monetize it? Right. You know, am I, well, I need to get sponsors and I need to get, yeah. I need to sell things and I need to, you know, or maybe it's a service that you offer. Those yeah. are essentially the three ways you can make money. You get a sponsor, you sell things, you offer a service. The more following you have, the more opportunities you have to make money within each of those three things. Right. Um, but w long before that, you have to find a way to bring people value because they're not going to, you know, it's not a charity. Right. You know, everybody's got problems. Everybody's got bills. So um, you got to give them a reason. You've got to you've got to help them in some way. Right. Maybe that's entertainment. Um, 
but it, but anyhow, so I think I think that's where you start. You and and then that's that's all about finding out about yourself. Right. Uh, the execution of it that gets pretty simple. You know, if you're good at video, like okay, well then we've got YouTube, we've got all these ways, and it's just essentially you can narrow it down. You know, maybe it's uh, um, maybe you've got a Conway Twitty kind of voice, yeah. and it's you know it's 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 like for instance with Leroy, like he's not necessarily you know, just dying to be on camera all the time, but he likes to sing. And so, you know, music has been his deal. And so you've just got to find that, find out how that is. I like to bring value through entertainment, specifically comedy. Right. You know, and so that, that's what's fun for us. And that's what, that's what we were doing that years before we ever monetized anything. Exactly. Maybe, maybe three. Right. Three or four. I didn't even know how. Yeah. Didn't cross my mind. Mm -hmm. We just enjoyed making those videos. But then so many different people come along and, and they, they've got their intentions are reversed. Yeah. All right, I need to make money. Right. And then, which you can do that. Yeah. You can do that. You could start an apparel brand and then just show up on social media. Right. Um, and you can be successful. I'm not saying yeah. it won't work. There's a lot of brands out there that that's really all they do is post pictures of people wearing their stuff and yeah. it's a cool brand. Uh-huh. And you can land like um, customers that way. Right. Um, that's not how I did it. That's not how I would teach it. Um, and I think that, I think that would have, um, a short term win, right? Maybe not so much of a long term win. Yeah. So to be honest with monetizing and when I say monetizing, I'm talking about like, you know, if you ask your audience to buy something, if you ask, you know, if you essentially, so yeah. like he who holds his breath, the longest wins. Meaning, like, the longer you can go where you're just entertaining, 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 like, the longer you can hold your breath, the bigger you're going to hit a home run when it does come time to monetize. Right. So, um, there's all kind of different directions that you can go with this once you build your brand. But we all have a brand. And at some point, you're all going to need to, you know, capitalize on the brand you've built. It might be just you and a boss. Like you're trying to, you know, sell yourself to your boss and get a job. It might be that you start a car dealership and you need to sell cars. It might be that you, you know, you need to sell yourself to your future spouse. You know, like you've got a brand like, and that's, those are some smaller type examples, smaller, when I say smaller, like they're not less important. The number of people you might need to you know, leverage that brand with is, is a smaller number of people. But, um, essentially the bigger brand you've got, the more opportunities you have. So, um, that's something that while people are here, I think it's, it's, uh, it's great for people to grow their brand here. So for instance, why you're, you know, it would, it'd be wise if any of you guys wanted to start a, a YouTube channel. Right. So, Ideally, while you're working for me, you're working on my YouTube channel, you know, since I <laughs> am going to be paying you. So, uh, but there's not a ton to do every evening in Winnebago. So how you choose to spend that time yeah. is, is, is up to you. So anyway, that's, uh, that's my two cents. Yeah. So I definitely think I have some insight, um, but the main thing is is kind of figuring out and getting real self-aware and looking in on on how you are going to bring that value, how you're going to act, how you're going to, you know, like 
I mean, you you got to be yourself, right? That's when you're going to be the most authentic and genuine, and you're going to be the 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 received. I mean, people can see through, yeah, stuff that when you're trying to be somebody else, but um, and you never know; it might change. Yeah, you know, it might it might evolve into something. I hate using that word, but it might evolve into something different. Yeah. Um, and one analogy I use all the time that somebody told me is like, it's like pouring water on a table and you just kind of see where it goes. Right. And you follow it. So that's, that's where that's, that's what this would be like. It's like, but essentially number one is just start. Yeah. Just start. So. Yeah. The way I, I mean, you know, I was always trying to be authentic, be an authentic version of yourself. I was in the FFA for a long time and, uh, and it, you know, and, college politics was the same deal where it was like I was always talking to people where I didn't really I was talking about stuff that I didn't really know anything about so you know in the FFA I was telling people yeah go get a job in ag and everything and then after a while I realized man I haven't I haven't had a job in ag like I, you know I don't, yeah. I don't know any of this so and then you start ranching and I never really wanted to be that guy that that didn't know that sent people to do a job that he didn't know how to do or, or wouldn't do for that matter and some of the best bosses I I had ever had like they could do anything you know on a ranch they they could they were just as good a hand on it with a rope as they were with a welder and um so that was kind of me I just wanted to be I wanted to be the most authentic version of myself um I wanted to be the guy I pretended to be when I was trying to pick up gals at a bar if that makes sense you know so that was just kind of that, that was my deal so yeah here here it's kind of cool I get to be that and and see where it takes me you know yeah um, Cole Snyder and the ranch hands new band just got formed the other day wow. Carson's our triangle player. So, yeah, so you'll be seeing some of that. <laughs> Who else is in the band? Hey, everybody. Uh, Willie, Carlos, and Kevin. Yep. What instruments do they play? Willie is doesn't matter. harmonica. Yep. I believe Kevin plays the jug. Yeah. And or, yeah. <laughs> the Carlos jug. plays the maracas. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so look out for that. The one. kind of instruments you would assume ranch hands play. Yep. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And I don't, yeah, they might be on one song. I just, yeah, even if they're just in the background for one, Cole Snyder and Ranch Hands. Who wouldn't want to go see that band? Yeah. You know, oh, the band couldn't make it, but we'll yeah. have to make do. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, this week, normally our our uh, our Maraca player is Carlos, but, you know, <laughs> he's not here. So now it's this bartender, you know, that <laughs> they weren't hey, very busy, so he's going to play. Hey, you play our mock? <laughs> yeah. Um, sweet. Yeah. So no desire to get back into rodeo, or at least not right now? Well, I, I, I dang sure do. I don't think I, I, I've got that itch still. I wanted to get healthy first. It was a it was a dangler of a wrist, and it it happened right when I was riding as good as I ever have, you know, that's, of that's course. about when it does happen. Yep. And, uh, yeah, I just got on this colt, and it was, I got on an awesome horse the night before, and I ended up winning this place and just making it look easy, and I was thinking, oh, thank thank gosh, you know, I'm right right where I'm supposed to be, you know. And then I get on this horse, and... Yeah, she ended up, she fall, fell over, and my hand was still in the rig, and I finally pop out. I remember I lifted my hand up, and my wrist was just dangling. And I was immediately just apologizing to everybody. I was like, I'm real sorry, everybody. Like, I, I, I rode good yesterday. Like, I hope you don't think this happens all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so I had to get some surgery and everything. So, no, I'm focused on getting healthy first, um, get, getting strong. Can't really be competitive if you aren't, if you can't pull the trigger in time, you know. So, so what, uh, you've been through a lot, sounds like. We usually wrap these up with life advice. What do you got for life advice? Man, no matter what, uh, just try harder. You know, I've never, I've never turned in a resume 
for a job, especially a ranching job. And I've worked around some of the best hands in the business. It, you know, in my, in my opinion, I'm, I'm welcome to anybody to challenge that one, but, uh, worked around some of the best guys around and I was never a very good hand, still not, but I did always try to be at least a little bit better than I was the day before. Uh, you know, whether it comes to, you know, roping or, or, or anything, um, you know, a lot of, built a lot of fence too. just always try to be a little bit, a little bit better. And don't be afraid to ask questions because I guarantee you some of them guys who are the good bosses, they'll keep you around because you try, you know, I was at a branding once short story. Then I was at a branding once and the boss says we had gathered everything in. We break for lunch. And he says, Hey, there's one calf left down there. Um, he says, pretty sick. Just go down there, doctor him, you know, on the four wheeler, come back up here and have lunch. So I thought, okay, great. So I went down there. I found that calf and it wasn't, wasn't that sick. Wasn't so sick. I could just walk up to him. He takes off running. So I'm on a four wheeler and I had a rope. So I lean out there and I roped him. Kind of had him lined up on this next to this irrigation ditch. that was about six feet deep and uh man, I roped him. I thought, great. So I kind of step off and everything. Well, the rope gets tangled up in the four wheeler, you know, it gas and a four wheeler takes off because the calf went left. Anyway, this calf steers the four wheeler right into this ditch. And, uh, so all my, my, the four wheelers just sunk down in there. So I eventually, I wrangled this calf, got him doctored and everything, and then go to grab my stuff. Can't get the four wheeler out. So then I go, this job that should have taken five minutes has now taken me an hour and I'm walking back to the branding pot, just soaking wet. And the boss came down, he picked me up and I remember he said, you're not very good help. He says, but you do make people laugh. So it was a great compliment at the time. And, uh, you know, I just I'll always try hard. Man, people people respect a lot out of a guy that tries, even if you don't know. And a lot of and every outfit needs a jester. Absolutely, I've been that guy for a long time. We got a lot of them here. Yeah. What do you got for life advice, Donnie? I was gonna say that you know what Cole said. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Same story. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, take a chance. Columbus did. <laughs> what you got, Carson? That's awesome. Don't judge a book by its cover, <laughs> Willie. <laughs> uh, pay attention. It don't cost you a dime. So that was 2021 motto, and now it's 2022 motto because I ripped a gate off the hinges on January 1st. So I wasn't going to tell anybody about that. I don't mind telling people. I mean, it was a mistake. It was just <laughs> accidents happened. But uh <laughs> Anyway, pay attention. Don't cost you a dime. But, I mean, you know, seriously, though, throughout the day, like, it really, it's it doesn't cost extra. Kind of like showing up early or trying hard, harder, you know, work ethic. Those those kinds of things, they're literally free. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it doesn't cost you extra to show up to work early. Right. It doesn't cost you extra to try harder throughout the day on this task than, you know, someone else might. It doesn't cost you extra to pay attention to what might need to be done or, you know, how wide of a turn you need to make when you're going through a game. You know, those <laughs> things are free. You know, like, um, <clears throat> should I tie my horse to this gate? I don't remember who I was talking to the other day, but like, hey, don't tie him right there. You know, like, just pay attention when you're doing these little things. It, it's free to pay attention. And so some people just kind of walk throughout the, even like, like you're walking to your car. Like sometimes like when we will do these booths and we got to go to the city, you know, and like, or like we're leaving San Antonio booth. Like there's a lot of kidnappings, a lot of car thieving in San Antonio. 
If you live in Texas, you got Amber Alerts going off. Yeah. I would say one out of four of them are in San Antonio. You get one every day. Oh, my gosh. Like. Like, yeah. Whatever. I'm not trying to bash you guys down there. SA. <laughs> SA short for San Antonio. San Antonio. Oh. <laughs> um, Easy. Yeah. <laughs> short for San Antonio. The big SA. Uh, I'm not trying to bash y'all. But but the point is, it's like, like we leave the booth. Like, hey, I'll do my texting when I'm at the house tonight. You know, like. I'm literally, you pay attention. Like, is there a car running around here, you know, that with the lights off? Is there somebody walking up? Is there somebody like that kind of stuff is free, you know, and people just don't do it. Um, paying attention, yeah. especially if you're with young ladies or if there's, you could pay attention. I saw a meme the other day. It's like, hey, the holidays are coming up and there's a lot of moms out there in parking lots with their kids by themselves. It would be really great if men paid attention. And I was like, Man, that's a really good point. You know, like yeah. why not be Jason Bourne? Right. You know, like <laughs> if you see a mom with three kids, like, and then all of a sudden one of them runs out in the road or somebody, you know, like why not just pay attention? And uh, anyways, I'm getting really deep, but but that that means a lot to me. That pay attention yeah. don't cost you a dime. Like you never know what might be happening around you. Right. People For people sure. are in their phones a lot, or just in a day, he's like, Bleh. you know, like not even so much in their phones, but just not situational awareness yeah yeah my old man was like that he would like memorize people's faces he would like like uh license plates it'd be like there'd be cars he would just know the license plate for three or four days because he saw this thing that he thought might be interesting that he might need to know and, right you know like little stuff like that yeah. anyway i will so. i will say the best advice i ever got though i might as well Jason Ward, he didn't yell it at me, but he yelled it at somebody else. And it was, those things on your feet, those are for riding. That thing on your head, that's for thinking. Put them together, you got yourself ranching. Yeah. That was, yeah, total different tangent, but I had to get that advice out there. Well, that's the same thing, you know, like what's happening next. That's what you got to be thinking yeah. with ranching. Like, Hit on a swivel. All right, they're all in the pen now. What's happening next? We're probably going to strip calves. You know, like we're probably going to strip the cows, you know, like we're probably going to, all right, this is done. We're done working calves. What are we going to, all right, we're probably going to run those cows through that chute over there. So like I need to go, you know, I could go get the medicine yeah. or something, or maybe it's in here. All right, we're done filling orders. What are we going to do next? All right, we're probably going to need to fill this Cavender's order. All right, right. I'm going to go get those little green bags. We put everything in. Like, so, so are, are you the type of boss that encourages asking questions then? Yeah, I don't mind asking questions. Yeah, why would I not? Why would you not want? I know. I just some like you know. It's some some people do. Some people don't like if you ask questions. Yeah. Uh, I I always I don't know. Like I said, some of the good bosses I had, they'd always they'll give you crap if you ask a stupid one. You know. I would rather someone ask me what needs to be done next than keep their hands in their pocket and right. wait to be told. That way, at least you know. Like even if it yeah. was the most ridiculous question you could have asked well if you didn't know the answer you didn't yeah uh if i answered the same question you know two or three times then it's like hey okay now you should be thinking you know but right yeah yeah so we're on to the next one if you want to be an intern text the word intern to 940-353-0890 at some point this year we might that's just an assumption. Right now, we're we're pretty fulled up. We're pretty good right now, but um, it could happen. You never know. So somebody might miss home. Somebody may head out. Somebody might be stuck up. Yeah, I might get bullied and leave. 
940-353-0890. Text the word intern. Uh, we are on to the next one. Okay.